Live from the KTSW studios in San Marcos, Texas, this is Bobcat Radio. Morning, Bobcat and Rattler fans. Welcome to this Monday's edition of Bobcat Radio. I'm your host, Audrey Pasillas, and today I'm joined alongside my producer and director, Justin Brown, and my co-hosts, Grace Reddick and Thomas Terry. We have a lot to unravel this morning from Reddick Repack to a new NFL franchise record. But right before we get into it, let's throw it to Thomas for a word from our sponsor. Twin Peaks Restaurant and Sports Bar is a sponsor of this broadcast of Bobcat Radio, located on the northbound frontage road of I-35 at Guadalupe Street in San Marcos. Twin Peaks has bites, wings, burgers, sandwiches, and more. Info and menu at TwinPeaksRestaurant.com. Twin Peaks, eats, drinks, scenic views. Thank you, Thomas. Let's dive right in. Today is September 25th, 2023, our last week of September, meaning spooky season is creeping up on us. And by spooky season, I mean midterm season. How's it going, everybody? I don't even know. I'm (laughs) I'm making it, I guess. Halfway there. (laughs) I'm, I'm barely I'm hanging on by a thread here it's okay yeah. I guess I should be an outkick right now <laughs> no, <laughs> let's literally. just do the studio let's just go all right let's throw it to grace for our reddick recap yes ma'am you already know so this past Sunday we took a tie to the Troy Trojans I'm not gonna lie it shouldn't have been a tie we have possession and we're dominating most of the game but um you know, just came down to it. Uh, the one goal was scored off a set piece put in by uh, Maya, and then Kinley volleyed it, and then Olivia Wright put it in. I think for this game, my impact player of the game would have to be Zoe Jr. She ultimately scored the gla- the goal at the last, like, four minutes, but was taken away due to an offsides call, which, in my opinion, shouldn't have been called, but, you know. You know how that goes with refs. We know how it goes. We know how it goes. <laughs> Y'all know. <laughs> All right. So Texas State soccer is a uh, played their last game against Troy. It was a one and one draw, like Grace said. It was, now they are standing at one zero oh, and two in the conference division. And I want to just shout out Caitlin Draper for making four saves this after uh, this past afternoon. She saw her personal shutout streak come to an end at the four hundred and eighteen and eleven minutes. And Alexis Neal leading the way with a four of the nine attempts as well. So now y'all extend your win streak to six matches. How do you feel, Grace? We feel okay. Um, we're definitely going to learn from this and uh, move on towards conference so we can keep uh, getting those wins and then uh, just putting those, uh, getting those win columns. So like when conference championship and tournament comes up we're able to dominate and hopefully get that conference ring so grace we all know in the sports world like the losses it's good not to have a loss per se in the column and everything Mm -hmm. but at the same time as an athlete and as a competitor ties kind of count as losses maybe so what is you guys' mentality trying to come off of seeing that you have two ties now in the wins or win column and everything what are you guys doing to change that and get it back to wins yeah, for sure. Definitely, I feel like every single person on our team is a very competitive person, including our coaches. So we're definitely going to take this and learn from it. Um, go back, watch film, see what happened, see what went wrong, see how the goal was scored, uh, the Troy goal was scored, and see how to prevent that, make sure that doesn't happen again. I mean, one question I have. 
And maybe this is a dumb question. Maybe I don't know anything about <laughs> soccer. Just say it right there. Okay. But I look, one thing I see from these two teams that looks very different is you see Troy has two fouls. You have nine. What was, <laughs> is it just a more physical game? Is it because we're, you know, the Bobcat soccer complex, just such a fierce play, place to play? What was it? Like, uh, was it just too aggressive a mindset? And did that play a role in this tie? If those fouls wouldn't have occurred, would y'all have, the one, uh, would y'all have won this game? Or what do you think? Uh, that's definitely a hard one to to think about. I didn't even realize we had that many fouls. Wow, nine, <laughs> man. Um, and I will, man. I can't say that, but um, I I feel like you know. Were you uh, one of the fouls? No, okay. I wasn't actually. Surprisingly, no, I wasn't. Because usually I'm, I am pretty physical, but no, I wasn't any of the fouls. But I don't think that contributed to the tie of the game. Um, you know, it happens, and we just continue moving forward. And you know, soccer is a pretty physical game. But um, again, yeah, we just kept on pushing forward, and uh, we're going to learn from this and make sure that we don't tie again, and we're winning. <laughs> It'll be fun to watch. Yes, sir. You already know. Next game is against two, Audrey? They will be playing at Georgia State this Friday at 6 p.m., so y'all make sure to tune in wherever you watch your broadcast. Do y'all take a bus or a plane? Ooh, to Georgia State. We're going to fly to Ooh. Atlanta. Yeah. We Ooh. usually fly. Ooh. Is it late night flights? Or are we, are we talking no, morning flights? No, we're talking flights? early. Like 4 in the morning? Okay, no, no, no. No, my coach loves his sleep, so no, he wouldn't. No, uh-uh. no, not that early. That's crazy. The more we know about Holman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a little sneak peek. <laughs> there we go with that. Now we're going to hop into some Texas State Volleyball, who opened their conference play with a 3-1 sweep over ULM. They are now sitting at second place in the West Division of the Sun Belt, and they um our leading oh my gosh excuse me the stat leader in kills is samantha wunsch and maggie walsh having 12 maggie walsh is also overcoming her personal goal right here i mean yeah that was her record that yes game. Yeah, she mm -hmm. and the most kills she had in a game i think was 13 kills in that second uh that's maybe the second match or the first match the first match she had Opening i think set. 16 kills yeah i can't remember but yeah yeah and then justin i know we had an opportunity to i know you were probably working that game on thursday i had an opportunity to go as a fan and support and everything and i could just say texas state volleyball is the truth and I don't know if you guys remember, but from the last broadcast that I did on Monday, I guaranteed these wins. So I don't know if it was, <laughs> hey, maybe I owe a little bit of credit here, but hey, <laughs> I said two doves and they got two doves for me. Yeah, I'm definitely giving Thomas Terry credit for these two dubs here. No, just kidding. Uh, but no, uh, here is the one thing I pulled from this entire this entire series against ULM is KJ Johnson took a seat. She took a break mm -hmm. because this team knew that she needed a break. This girl's been carrying after that Kansas tournament. Who's going to step up? Who is going to be that player that could step up big? The other guys, as Shaquille O'Neal likes to say. And Maggie Walsh was one of the other guys. Mm -hmm. She drops not even, no, it wasn't 16 kills in that first match. No, 18 kills. She's leading over anyone. And this is a player that just got acquired, you know, a year ago. And she's doing great things. To step up like this in KJ Johnson's spot, I don't know if y'all saw it. Man, I was doing the replay. I don't know if you saw it on ESPN. Maybe I got to shout myself out. But, hey, you saw Maggie <laughs> Walsh in slow motion from every angle hitting that thing over the net. This girl can lead a team. Love to see that resiliency. Sean Hewitt loves it as well. Maybe the big three on this team 
We've talked about big threes before on other teams. Samantha Wunsch, KJ Johnson, and Maggie Walsh. And then you got Jacqueline Lee, the returning player. She's a great, you know, a libero. She's a great player as well. So this team, I'm super excited for it. I'd say guarantee as well. But they're play, playing against an opponent this upcoming week, JMU, an opponent they've mm-hmm. seen before, knocked them out of the playoffs before. This is the best matchup, I'd say, in the Sun Belt Conference every single year in volleyball. But that's my opinion. Along with the big three, um, I would have to shout out to Alyssa Ortega with 20 digs. Um, I used to play volleyball back in my day. Wow. Back in my day, you know, just just soccer now. But that's very impressive. And so I think she definitely contributed to that win. So shout out to her. And hopefully a Texas State volleyball can just carry that momentum from that win against Louisiana into, you know, like you say, playing against JMU, who knocked them out the tournament. So just continuing – to take those wins and just keep on keep it going. Yeah, and I'm gonna make this last point quick. You know, being at the game on Thursday and then seeing the replays and the recap on Friday and everything, it wasn't necessarily close on Thursday. You no, know, you're right. Texas State they won the first set and everything, barely dropped the second set, and then once again just dominated the straight next two straight sets, and then the next game, almost identical of what happened. It was kind of closer in the second. Second set, but Texas State really ran away with it. So that's exactly what you want to see is the seasons. Yeah, progressing. I, I completely agree. That first game on Thursday, we you know we talked that Texas State was twenty two and zero against ULM in, in volleyball. But that first game, it didn't look like that. We saw Brooke Bo- uh, Bryn Botkin on uh, the the other team on the Warhawks side, and she really stepped up big. It was a closer matchup than many expect. But yes, Audrey, they go to face JMU next, don't they? And when was that? They will play JMU this Thursday at 5 p.m. at JMU. So already we are going to be taking a quick break, then hop back into some Texas State football. Don't you go anywhere. You're listening to Bobcat Radio on KTSW 89.9. All right, and welcome back to Bobcat Radio on KTSW 89.9. We're going to hop into, like I said, some Texas State football here. And if you missed, missed that match, Golly, you were in for a treat. We beat Nevada (laughs) 35 to 24. And I actually reported that game. So plug, I'm going to plug in the article, ktswblog.net. Go make sure, read that and everything. So Texas State overcame a 17-0 halftime deficit to top Nevada 35 to 24. And this is the program's largest comeback win Mm -hmm. in its FBS history. Now we improved to a 3-1 record, and this is our best four-game start since 2013. Man. Look at that. Look at us. I told y'all. Football Mm -hmm. school. Take back Texas. And they really really did their best Tom Brady impression in the second half. I mean, we saw – Coach G.J. Kenny, he was not happy about how the first mm-hmm. half went and everything. And knowing K- Coach Kenny and everything that he wants this team to do, exactly, I knew exactly what he was going to have to tell those guys to be able to come out and light it up in the second half. And that is exactly, like you said, Audrey, what they did. Right. That's right. And then, can we talk about – oh, I'm so sorry. That halftime talk. Ooh, to be a fly in that locker room, I can only imagine. I mean, the inside scoop on the article, we kind of got a little piece of what was going on. So we're not going to tell you. We're not going to check it out. You got to read it to find out. Shout out Audrey and Aaron. Mm -hmm. That was a great plug, but okay. I mean, (laughs) there's so many different things to talk about. Okay, largest comeback in Texas State FBS history. Mm -hmm. You're down 17-0 at halftime. Half the fans left the stands, including Grace Reddick. I'm sh- shout- calling you out. <laughs> Damn, you didn't right see he- me like that. I just called her out. But 
No, I'm just kidding. You're fine. <laughs> um, I would have left it too if I was in the stands. You know, I didn't expect this team to be that resilient, to come Mm-mm. back 17-0. We've seen Texas State before. I've seen it for the past three years. Some fans have seen it for the past 20. This has not been the case. But this team is very different. And, and the fact that TJ Finley turns this game around, you see Malik Hornsby get subbed in right before the end of that first half, maybe try something different. Coach Kenny says, you know what, Finley, I'll give it to you again. I'll trust you for it. You look at that second half, and he ends up getting 295 yards, 25 for 31 on all of his completions, and you know, only throws one interception. He was sacked twice. Offensive line. That's okay. But, mm-hmm. okay. you know, one player, the player of the game, someone that I'll say that stands out completely, turned this game around by himself, and that's Ishmael Mahdi. Oh, this yeah. running back for Texas State, 218 yards, gets two touchdowns of his own. He's averaging over 10 yards per possession. That is insane. You know, Justin, I know I said I wasn't going to talk too much about the contents of the article, but I do have to shout out the information that you guys put in there about Ishmael. There's a piece of information in there that is really, really heart-tugging about how he wears a pendant of his mother around his neck. And they asked him about it and everything, and he said that he felt like that she was right there talking about his mother, was right there with him throughout the entire game and watching over Texas State football. So that is just absolutely amazing. That's beautiful. I just got goosebumps. Oh. <laughs> and then I do have to do another shout-out. An impact player would have to be Cole Wilson with a 70-70-yard touchdown, one for the record books, which is just phenomenal. So shout-out to him. Mm-hmm. Um, so just watching that game or – Watching it from ESPN after the second half, <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a, a thriller. So uh, I am uh, super excited for the upcoming games, and I think we're on track to a bowl game. And one last thing I would want to say is going into this game, uh, me and Joey Gonzalez, another member of the staff, he said this is a must-win game for Texas State. You lose this game, no one's going to come to the fan, come to the games. You lose against Nevada State, what's this school? Mm-hmm. Like they never heard of it. But if you win <laughs> this game, you have the best start. In years, yep. you, you, you're, and it's a comeback win too, which brings even more fans mm-hmm. into the stands. After you win games like this, this is a make or break thing. We talk about getting fans in the stands. Twenty four thousand one hundred thirteen, the first game, of, the first home game of the season. That number is just going to go up if they continue to do this. And I mean, seventeen, a seventeen zero comeback in the second half. I mean, I was shocked when I saw it myself. Also, got to give credit to Joey Hobart. You don't know him. He was the one handed catch against Baylor. And mm-hmm. this one, he's running straight towards the end zone. <laughs> Not even looking. Has his hands extended in front of him. You should see me in the studio right now. Later, I was just about to say, you can see the visual animation. And he's just running with his palms out, and that ball just lands right in the basket. That's TJ Finley IQ. Oh, man. But let me ask you guys, though. Did y'all see Coach Kenny's fit, pregame fit? Oh, yeah. I mean, with the cowboy hat. 100%. The black. Oh, and he was... With a little buckle too, stop playing. Stop playing, coach. He was ready. To take he was ready. Texas. Take back Texas all the way, Straight man. Make me want to go put on my cowboy hat, and cowboy <laughs> boots, man. Well, they definitely took back Texas, and they more than likely will this next game at Southern Miss this coming Saturday at 6 p.m. And now for some more football, we're going to be talking about San Marcos High football. So last week, unfortunately, they lost to Eagle Pass 40 to 32. And this is a, um, their fifth straight loss of their season. They're going 0-5 in their record. Um, but I do have to note that they did get a 40-yard touchdown run by Matthew Elias. That was absolutely incredible. But, guys, what can they do to really bounce back from this loss and, like, really improve their record? You no, know, Audrey, I'm going to keep it real. Uh-huh. And I say the same thing because they're, they're high school athletes and everything, so I'm not going to go too hard on them. But... <laughs> 
you guys got to keep your head up. Stay off social media, off of what everybody is trying to say about you and everything. Just lock in and know that you're playing for each other. At the end of the day, you know, we know everything about the postseason. Every, it's been talked about and all of that. Just go outside and have fun and play the game that you love. And that's how you can get back on track. And, I mean, the one mindset I had is if, if we know about this playoff, we know about what happened with this team. Now, you're on the, you have an opportunity to remove other teams from getting to the playoffs. Right. You have an opportunity to say, hey, we're not going to make it there, but we're going to do our best to make sure none of all y'all do. And, and if they're playing and just having fun, a lot of these guys, they get out of their heads, they get out of social media, they get out of the, that realm, and they just play to have fun. Nine times out of ten, you're winning those games because you're just playing the sport that you love. And exactly. if you play that sport the way you love to play it, I swear, if you all those players on the field do that at the same time, you're getting dubs. Straight dubs. And, Straight dubs. You know, <laughs> st- star players, two-way players, we've seen an uptick in that in college football. Tony Diaz, for example, his wide receiver prowess and everything, what he can do offensively and then also defensively. I've had the opportunity to see him multiple times in person. Freak athlete. I've I've said it, you know, talking to other people. I believe he can probably run maybe a sub 4-4, maybe low 4-3. <laughs> and with that blazing speed, I'll get ready to watch him playing on Saturdays pretty soon. Mm-hmm. I always believe that uh, it's never too late to turn anything around. I mean, looking at the their record right now, it may be a little bit, uh, you know, a little heart wrenching. <laughs> but again, like it's never too late. You know, you go out there, you go and practice, you put everything out there, and again, like Justin said, you just play the sport that you love, and the Absolutely. results will turn out. So, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then San Marcos High School football, we'll be taking a bye week this week so their next game will be october 6th at clemens at 7 30. be sure to be listening at ktsw 89.9 as we will be broadcasting that game as well all right guys so now on to the national topics we're going to be heading straight in to the nfl i know justin is itching (laughs) to talk about his houston texans so i'm gonna hand it over to you if you would like to Uh, take over the sticks no sorry (laughs) i'm a texans fan but if we need to talk about the most important game (laughs) of the past week and maybe the most important game of the past two years. The franchise I've never history. seen something like this. My eyes just fell out of my head. They're rolling on the ground. 20 <laughs> to 70 Dolphins win. Oh. I'm looking at the stat sheet. Tyree, I thought this was a typo. Tyreek Hill, 11 touchdowns? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. How wait, does that make wait, any wait, sense? Wait, wait, wait that wait, makes wait. no sense. That's his career right now, this season, right? Oh, yeah, it has yeah, to be. Yeah, no way. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing the math. And I'm like, it's, not, it's, not, it's, not math. it's not mathing. That math ain't mathing. But either way, you know there was some action. I mean, this sure. game was insane. Tua, he even had to sub out. I mean, the guy, he was just doing too good. He looked like he was playing Madden out there. You only missed three of his passes. Where was the Broncos' <laughs> defense maybe taking a vacation? But no interceptions whatsoever. Those four touchdown passes, no problem. Now, I don't know if you'll believe this. and I know I may sound like a bandwagon, but <laughs> I said that the Texans are my team. Mm-hmm. But the Dolphins are also my team. Now you may Did not believe, you? bro. bro I, I, I said the Browns too. Hey, I said the Browns. Hey, hey, you heard me say the Browns, and then Nick Chubb fell out, and then I was in class with Kobe Jackson. You can, you can, you can cite me on this. <laughs> and I said, hey, the Dolphins this year, and he goes, well, mm. that's a good team actually. And so you know, it's, it's actually a good team. No, you, you know what, Justin? I believe you on one thing that you said that you are absolutely a bandwagon because. No. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I'll be a bandwagon for the absolutely. Dolphins all year. For that one, for, okay, that's Whatever. acceptable. No, but. No, no, no. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, but seriously, though, Justin, I mean, not only the work that Tua put in through the air, and shout out to Mike White to, I believe his name is Chosen Anderson now, formerly known as Robbie Anderson for a touchdown strike in the late fourth quarter, but 
Texas A&M running back. I'm not the biggest A&M fan, but I have to give credit where it's due to Devin LeChain, mm-hmm. uh, the running back. This is this is his rookie year from Texas A&M. He had over 200 yards on the ground, two rushing touchdowns, and two receiving touchdowns. So alongside Raheem Mostert, I mean, 31 year old running back who's still running a four four forty. That That's is crazy. That is insane. <laughs> that is crazy. He had I think maybe a hundred yards on the ground, two rushing touchdowns, and a receiving touchdown himself. 82 Correct. yards, but yeah, three fact touchdowns. Check him, yep. Fact check him. Yeah, man. Yeah. But okay, you know, let's talk about the Dolphins or whatever. But if you look back at Denver, even though it was only 20, I do have to give out a shout out to Marvin Mims, who had a 99 yard touchdown. Mm-hmm. Man, and I tell you, talk about a quick man. That's that's a quick man right He's there. Scary. That's that's a four. The I only reason know. you're shouting him out is because of where he went to school. <laughs> tell us where he went to school, Grace. <laughs> Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so still, I mean, that's impressive. Yeah, it's impressive. Take, a, take away where he came from. That's still impressive. It's impressive, but I also saw a meme on the internet where okay. it said he no. did the kick return, and no. then the announcers were like, and he cuts the deficit to 50, and I'm just like. That's terrible. <laughs> Guys, <Gosh>. stop. <laughs> it was absolutely Not that was good. Laughing. That was good. Hey, I got to touch on something, though. I don't know if you guys heard what happened in Jacksonville, but the Texans – Oh my God! Your Texans. Oh my God! Texans take a win. They improved their zero and two season to one and two. They beat the Jaguars. I don't know what happened to uh, Trevor Lawrence. Uh, it looked it looked sad. It looked really tough out there. Texans really. Damian Pierce. He really showed up. C.J. Stroud finally shows what he's capable of doing when the offensive line likes to show up. And uh, it was amazing. And then also in other news, when you mention the Texans, you got to mention its counterpart. The Dallas Cowboys, but oh, oh what on, happened to them? On, what happened to them? They lost to a 74 overall team in Madden. That's the Arizona Cardinals, <laughs> and their three and zero start is now a three and one fart. But I just that's what oh I gotta God. say. One second, Justin. Don't don't say the word. I'm actually gonna put that's like our host <laughs> in the spotlight here. Your Dallas Cowboys. My team. Can you tell us? Walk us through it. What happened? Oh my goodness, y'all. Okay, if you didn't watch <laughs> last. Yesterday's game, I good for you. First of all, I wish I didn't have watched it, but unfortunately, my Dallas Cowboys did lose to the Arizona Cardinals, sixteen to twenty-eight. That was just a phenomenal game to watch. Really? I mean, <laughs> well, in the standpoint of like, dang, like we we're just we're not getting there this year. You know, nothing was really no. going on in the offensive plays. Like, you know, defense was not doing it right. Lamb didn't even come up with anything either, and. Don't blame my boy CD, though. That was all I Dak. I mean, he Dak said throw. to leave the interceptions in the past, and I see Thomas looking at me trying to hint at, like, How you going to leave him in the past when he's still throwing them, though? But, you know what? Uh, They're trying their best. Every year is a new <laughs> no. opportunity. I know <laughs> we're going to see. I mean, we're still the um, Patriots next year. Okay. Next week. I mean, oh, I don't know why I'm saying weird. I don't even associate Grace? myself with Alex Hubby. Yeah, you're if a you 49ers wanna... fan, aren't you? <laughs> 49ers fan. We're number <laughs> we're first in the, <laughs> in the West Conference right now, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm my. Purdy's doing his thing. Kittle was doing his thing. Love my boys. Shout out to them. You know, I have no complaints. Shout out to the entire tight end room. Yeah, mm-hmm. for real. Kittle, Willis, all of them. Just, I'm just so proud of them. I just, I can be a proud Niners fan right now. So I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. I, I ain't got really nothing to say about the Cowboys. You know how I feel about them. Um, but I'll just say you're missing 15 of your passes, bro. And. <laughs> But Sorry. think but about Arizona it. Arizona defense is not like a extraordinary defense. I, no. I never, I don't see anyone picking them up fantasy. Not at all. <laughs> and the thing about it too, I was talking to Paxton about it. Um, they have no 
name brand, I should say, pass rushers or anybody that I could call off the top of my head. So I, maybe, okay, I'll stop being so hard on the Cowboys. Maybe it was just an What do you mean? They're game. professionals. They can I, take it. I oh. know. I know. I know. These ain't, these ain't high school kids <laughs> and everything. But at the same time, they're also human as well. So I oh. will, I'll, I'll cut back. <laughs> I'm just going to blame I thought they the were loss. superhuman, man. Look at them. They're like Definitely seven foot not. tall. The size of a refrigerator walker. The Dolphins maybe are superhumans, but not Yeah, because that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's, that is insane. I'm just going to blame the loss on Trayvon Diggs being cut from, or like literally like splicing his ACL in half. But anyway, so Monday night football tonight, the Sliced Eagles will be at the crazy. Bucks, and the Rams will also be playing at Bengals. So be sure to tune in for that. Who do y'all got? I want to know your opinion. Real quick, this is the easiest predictions I ever got. Uh, Eagles and Rams. Uh, the Bucks. I mean, the the Bucks ain't winning it, and the Bengals ain't winning it. Okay, so that's a hot take on the Bucks game. I know the Bucks could obviously upset that; they could change it. Uh-huh. But Jalen Hurts, yeah, just just like, to like go against Justin. I'm just gonna say uh, Bucks and Bengals. Bengals? Yeah, <laughs> Joe like Burrow ain't winning a game just, this year. Just to go get, just to be opposite of what he's going just for. Go against yeah, him. That's exactly. Right. Yeah, we know like Justin is what you're over nine, over ten. <gasps> Oh, he's just so he's just capping now. <laughs> hey. Fact check, fact check. Hey, hey. Well, we have your takes right now. So next time we're on <laughs> so the show so, yeah, tonight, we're gonna call, call me out right yep. tonight. Yeah, we got you. Gonna I'm gonna remember you. that. I remember that. Come on. And you, Thomas, who you're going for tonight? Um, I think Joe Shiesty can get it done. <laughs> yeah, I really know. think he can too. That's Joe why Burr. I'm going. Like, yeah. And then Jalen Hurts is my fantasy quarterback. Jay I need Hurts. him to put on a uh, magnificent. Uh, a master class, might I say, for my fantasy team. 600 yards. We need that. 600 yards. We need that. My team hey, you never needs you. I am going to side with Grace, and I'm going to go for the Bucks and the Bengals, just because I am a Cowboys fan. I cannot go for Hurts. That'll be disrespectful to uh, – mm, di- just I cannot be doing that. It doesn't matter. They're going to win the division anyway. I would go for the Eagles. We'll see at the end of week Because of Jay Hurts. You know, I love me some Jalen, you know. Boomer <laughs> <laughs> <But laughs> <Okay>. just for <laughs> the okay, sake of going against Justin, I will be going for the Bucks. I love it. I love the, the competition. <laughs> you know who our next opponent is after our bye week this week, Grace? Talking about the Longhorns. Oh, my God. Dude, please, please stop. Oh, it's almost OU hate week. I'm sorry. <laughs> Red River, right? oh, oh, my God. Now, that is going to be – oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm just saying it, Boomer. Well, actually, I don't know. We've been looking, we've been looking kind of – We'll see. Okay. okay. Let me we'll ask see. you though, Audrey. <laughs> I know we've been talking about the Dallas Cowboys and everything. Okay. Obviously, for Dallas, I'm from Dallas, but and he's not a Cowboys fan. No, no. So but weird. I am a Rangers fan. So do you mind if I kind of? Absolutely. Brag the next on them? national topic we have is the MLB, and I know Thomas really wants to talk about his Rangers. So I'm gonna hand him the sticks right here. Go ahead. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Just, just There's no actual it. stick in the studio. <laughs> yeah, no, just for the audience. Hey, don't, don't worry, don't worry. We have a talking stick. We're just passing it around, you know? <laughs> exactly. So my Texas Rangers, what oh, a time why? to be alive. Oh, man. <laughs> um, might I say, this is the greatest time to start getting hot. It's almost playoff time and everything. I think there's only like maybe six or seven games left in the season. We are in a crucial series right now against the Seattle Mariners, who are also battling for a playoff spot in the AL West. We have beat them, I believe, two straight times. It may be one more. I know we have another series against them in the next few days. I mean, life is just great. The Houston Astros are losing to the lowly Kansas City Royals. It it just can't get any better. Texas about to be on top of the AL West. Just maybe Corey Seager even putting in an MVP bid since Shohei Itani went down a couple of months ago or about a month ago. You know, <laughs> so what you're telling me is that 
the Rangers are going to go to. So wait, I, I have a question. This is the dumbest question I've ever asked. On, no on dumb question. But um, so are the Astros making it currently? They are not. They're actually last in the AL West right now. Really? Yes. So and there's no way for them to recover. Well, oh, there no, is. There is. So they need tech. It's so weird the way everything is structured right now because of the head-to-head matchups coming between Texas and Seattle, obviously battling for it. But Houston, they need to. They need to win out. Basically, I don't know if that's like 100% statistically true, but just from the eye test, they need to win out and they need Texas and Seattle to lose in their respective games. But Justin, I know you have the weatherman over there. I do the have court. the weather over here and you might want to know it. I did tell you all there was no rain a while ago. I said there's no rain in the coming days. And then look what happened last night. You may have seen some thunderstorms mm-hmm. last night um, looking into tonight. You're going to see that again, and that's going to start around 4 p.m. We have a 71% chance of thunderstorms today. Rain is coming back to San Marcos. I'm actually happy about that. One of the worst droughts I've ever seen in my entire existence. But, yes, uh, the temperature is going to drop with that as well to 83 today, and it's just going to get lower. Um, It's going to get down to 72 tonight. But looking at the rest of the week, tomorrow, high of 93, a low of 69, a 20% chance of rain. Wednesday, high of 95, a low of 68. Thursday, high of 94, low of 69. And Friday, same numbers, high of 94 and a low of 69. But it's going to look like it's going to be dry for the rest of the week, but hope a lot of rain will We'll take away that drought tonight. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Thank you for that, Justin. And alrighty, y'all, thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Bobcat Radio. If you enjoyed this broadcast and never want to miss anything San Marcos, make sure to follow us at K2W Sports on Instagram, Twitter, and Spotify. Once again, I've been your host, Audrey Basias, with my producer, Justin Brown, and co-hosts, Grace Reddick and Thomas Terry. Thank you so much for listening. Have a lovely day, and let's get you back to the other side of radio.